Okay, you guys, I'm coming to you live on my hiatus from let's have breakfast, taking a break, you know, but I had to pop in, of course, with a birthday reflection. Right now, I am one week out from my birthday. The date this airs will be my actual birthday, so make sure you show me some love. But my life has changed so much this year. Like, when I say being 23 was so crazy, I mean that. Like, from the depths of my heart, I could not anticipate what 23 would bring me. Some of it was great. Some of it was horrible. It was certainly a trying year and i'm so glad to be turning 24 like i just have to get it off my chest being 23 was the fucking trenches bro i had a few series of unfortunate events that led up to my birthday last year and i feel like that was already the indicator of the kind of year i was going to have but of course i was trying to keep a positive mind but literally the week before my birthday, I sliced my finger open so bad during a time where I did not have health insurance. So that was quite the journey. Nothing like that had ever happened to me before. And it took me by complete surprise. First of all, did it on a toaster. Like I was not even expecting this. I was mid birthday prep. I was planning to go get a pedicure. I had it all lined up like I let, you know, my job know that I had an early morning appointment. I could hop on our first meeting, but I would be en route and would hop back on after, you know, this appointment. So I'm like getting ready, rushing around. I'm trying to throw a waffle in the toaster just so I can have something on my stomach before I'm running around all day. And I pick the toaster up kind of like through the middle insert. And just a quick update from the editor's booth. This serves as your trigger warning if you don't like gross things because it's about to get disgusting, girl. Don't do that. Like, if you have ever thought about picking up your toaster in any way besides the bottom, let this be a testament to why the fuck you should not do that because that was um, one of the worst decisions I could have made. I'm not going to lie to you. That was... I did not expect what happened next to happen. So I'm reaching for this toaster. I start to pick it up and I can literally feel it kind of slipping through my fingers. But I'm like, you know what? Let me just grip a little tighter. I grip tighter. It slides down. It slices through my pointer finger and immediately, sorry, disgusting. Sorry, this is so, so disgusting immediately starts gushing bud like i did not know what to do i screamed and like i'm so dramatic i'm always screaming i'm always making some sort of sound around the apartment so my boyfriend was not sure if i was serious or not and he was like what but i mean like it had to have had such a tone at 10 a.m that was like what else would she be screaming about unless it's serious he comes in with the nice towels that I, of course, ruined because it was horrible. And like, I didn't know what to do. He was like, you need to go to the emergency room. I was like, I don't have insurance. He was like, well, um, maybe let's go to urgent care. And I was just like, no, you know, I really want to wait this out. I think, <laughs> I think I'm okay. Like, I'll figure it out. And like, maybe it'll stop. Like, I'll be fine. Well, an hour goes by, the pain still feels 
pretty much the exact same. I had wrapped it up and it was not stopping. Like it did not stop at all. And it was actually terrifying. So my mom had just moved to Kansas City a few weeks prior to this. And, you know, shout out to my boyfriend because he really did all that he possibly could. But in that situation, I just wanted my mom so bad. I called her. I was like, girl, this is disgusting. I know you can't handle, (laughs) I know you can't handle blood, but like, I need you to solve this issue for me. Like I don't really want to go to urgent care, but I kind of feel like I don't really have an option at this point because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like five layers deep into my skin and we have to probably do something about this. And she was like, yeah, I'm coming. So she came over as soon as she could. And she was like, yeah, we're definitely going to urgent care. And I was like, okay, I really don't want to. I want to say the reason I didn't want to was because I, I don't want to say I'm afraid of needles, but yeah, I'm afraid of needles. I'm not afraid of tattoo needles. I am afraid of like medical needles. So like getting shots or getting stitches, which I thought I knew I would have to get. Or like even an IV situation that really freaks me out. I just like, ugh. And so I just like accepted my fate. I was like, I'm going to have to get a fucking needle in my finger today. And that's just, it is what it is. And like, whatever. And all of this is happening. I still managed to call the place I was supposed to get a pedicure at and be like, hey, I just had an emergency happen. Like I can't make it. I am literally gushing blood. Like there's no possible way I'm able to make this appointment because I have to go to urgent care. And you know what? They still charged me basically the rate of my appointment. I thought that was outrageous because like I called and explained my entire situation. Like I thought we had an understanding, you know, um, whatever. It's in the past. It's okay. Things you put out return to you. I just had to accept my fate on that one. But I was so disappointed because I knew I had a nail appointment coming up the next day that I was going to have to cancel. Like I can't go get my nails done when like I just cut my finger open. It's not possible. I literally, my heart ached. So I just ended up doing press-ons, which was not the ideal situation, but you know, shout out to Amazon. Anyways, I get to urgent care and we're waiting. I'm sitting and talking to my mom and like, it is what it is. I am still in pain, but it's just like almost like I've wrapped it so tight that I'm not really even thinking about it. So they finally pull me back. And once I get back there, they're just like, okay, we're going to soak it in this solution first. And I soak it and I'm thinking, I'm literally just sobbing because I'm like, of course something like this happens to me right before my birthday. Like, of course this did. So they clean it up and stuff and they're like, you know, we don't have to do stitches. I think we're going to glue it back together. Ugh, so disgusting. But like, I was so thankful that I was not going to have to get stitches So that's what they did. It ended up being this kind of like dissolvable situation and it was all good. Um, I just like couldn't get it wet and had to wear gloves like when I showered or whatever. But that was really an experience to go through as I'm like thinking about, okay, what do I want to do for my birthday? I mean, let's be real. I'm a Leo. I had everything planned out. I wasn't thinking about what I'm going to do. I was thinking about, 
okay, I'm getting my hair done this day and my nails done this day and making sure that anyone who is planning to come is confirmed and all of those small details. Like I already had everything thought out, but I was just so disappointed that that happened. I was so upset about it. So then fast forward a few days and I'm on TikTok and I see a video from an astrology person that is like, 23 is the worst year of your life. And I was like, what, me? Like, are you talking to me right now? Like, the 23 that I'm about to turn, you're telling me that's gonna be the worst year of my life? Sure enough, they go into this whole thing about, you know, what it means. And the comment section is literally just flooded with people talking about how 23 was the worst year. Like, all these horrible, terrible things happened to them during this time. And it scared the shit out of me it almost felt like foreshadowing like okay i've done all this work i've had some great years like i you know i've had my own trials and tribulations but for the most part life has been good things have been flowing and evolving and then i saw this and i was like oh what do i think this year holds for me I'm kind of (laughs) scared. It really was scary to see. I will say, I hate to say those people were right, but 23, if I'm reflecting on it, has been the most challenging, unforgiving, and very mistake and life lesson focused. And I did not anticipate that. 23 is the age where you're an adult like 21 22 is kind of like okay trial like you just graduated college you're kind of experiencing things for the first time you get to go to your first bar friends are kind of moving around but not really you're still close with like all the people you grew up with people are maybe starting to have kids but for the most part life isn't accelerating at the rate that it does as you continue to grow in your 20s and 23 just hit me like a truck i for the most part had a positive mindset i you know accomplished a lot i will say so i did this reflection i like to do this every year i like to think about what i accomplished who i was friends with who i was surrounded by and the l's that i took of course But I really like to take a moment to think about what this past year has meant to me and how I can improve for next year because I think a lot of people think of aging as this negative thing, especially for women and especially as we continue to get older. But I find so much beauty in getting older because it just symbolizes so much maturity and growth and that's really exciting to me. I'm so goal-focused and future-driven that getting older is kind of exciting to me. So I'm so thankful that 24 is knocking on my door and as you're listening to this, I am 24. So I wanted to walk through what some of my reflections were from 23 because despite it being hell on earth i still had a good time there were still some good moments okay so some of my accomplishments this year include hitting 10,000 followers on tiktok that has been a goal of mine for at least a year and a half and i have been very actively working towards that at one point i was uploading 
at least three times a day on TikTok, which is like so insane to think about. Like I cannot believe I had that much time and dedication on my hands to film the content, edit the content, post it, engage with an audience. Like I look at my stuff now and I really struggle to keep a consistent schedule. So I'm just like amazed at myself a year ago being able to even juggle something like that. And because I worked so hard and put that much effort, time, and consideration into my content, I was able to secure my dream partnership with a brand. And I don't really think I let that soak in how big of a deal that was. Like in the moment, I was just like, okay, they reached out, great, perfect. I'm gonna shoot, record everything, get it done, upload it. But I didn't really take the time to celebrate how meaningful that was for me. Cause like, this is a brand I have made over 30 videos kind of promoting their items. I have really an admiration for the business model and you know, the products that they have. And like at one point I was really obsessed. Like I, at one point there was not a drop that happened that I was not purchasing something. Now I, now that my pockets are what they are, I am a little more picky about what I'm actually checking out with, but I can admire from afar and know that one day I will be able to purchase everything I want. But yeah, I mean, just even being able to say I had that partnership um, was really meaningful. And I think I'm still struggling with the fact that I have not had a paid partnership. That really, I'm not gonna lie to y'all, that sucks because it's like I am putting so much time, effort, and energy into these things. And like, I mean, on the back end of things, to be able to make good quality content, that is no small task. Like, it's gonna take a minute, it's gonna take some scripting and really thinking through how you want to demonstrate this. So I will say that's frustrating, but I'm also a baby creator. Like I'm still new to this. And the fact that I accomplished this so early into my career and so early into life, like I put so much pressure on myself to be big and blow up overnight. But it's like, girl, you are 23. Like, do you know how much time you have on your hands? It's okay. And so I think all of that added up. Like, I didn't really take the time to be like, damn, I just got my dream partnership. And I did it at this point in my career. Like, that's crazy. Doing this reflection really kind of helped me understand that even though this year was very very tough for me there were so many good moments that i think i overlook because i was struggling i also for those of you that know i am a fitness girly i love the gym the gym is my girl i have been actively on a weight loss journey for probably the past two or three ish years and I've been trying to do it the healthiest way possible. I don't really believe in fad diets. I don't, I certainly don't believe in starving myself. And I was very successful this year. Like this past year, I feel like I went into 
go mode and I feel like the weight kind of started falling off the bone. I don't really, I don't feel like I was doing anything different this year than I was previously. So I think that's just a testament to consistency and really honoring yourself. But I hit my goal weight. I hit the weight that I have been working to get to for years. I hit the weight that I thought I was going to hit two years ago. Like, I think that's a common theme that I'm seeing too, is a lot of these goals that I thought I was going to hit years ago came to fruition this year. And that's because I was patient and I didn't give up. But hitting that goal weight, I still am like, I feel like that's, Also, an ongoing challenge I have is like never being completely satisfied with where I'm at. So I'm I'm okay in my body. There are things that I would still like to change. There's a few pounds that I would not mind falling off, but I am content. um, And I'm especially proud that I was able to hit my goal weight and be under it because I'm under it now. Mm -hmm. I also was kind of that bitch when it came to the professional world. I know I quit my job. I know that, take it with a grain of salt because I am no longer the traditional working girly that I was, but I was a boss. I negotiated my salary. I made more money than I have ever made in my life. I have also made less money than I have ever made in my life. I think that's, The double-edged sword of what quitting your job really means is those sacrifices. So I have had, you know, I feel like what has been some of my highest highs and highest lows, highest, excuse me, I have had highest highs and lowest lows because of things like this. But just being able to be in that position is so, I'm so proud of myself for that because I did not believe that I could be where I was that early in my career and I think it just goes to show what my work ethic is like and if I can do that one place I can replicate it and do it again somewhere else period period the end I also traveled to some of my dream cities at 23 alone for work I think that's really cool that not only was I able to go and do these things but I kind of did them for free I mean, of course, work was involved. Like I was actively doing things, but I still was able to see a different side of these cities because of what I was doing and where I was. And I did it completely on my own. And I feel like that helped me realize how realistic it is that I could relocate to a bigger city and be okay. I think that's everyone's biggest fear, especially being from the Midwest is like, if I move to a big city, I don't know, I'm going to be just this small person in this big world and not really understand how to navigate it or I'm going to get lost a lot and all of these fears that didn't come true during my trips. I got myself to Santa Monica Beach and back to downtown LA completely by myself and I had a very scary situation with my Uber. I do want to say that. I did feel like I was going to have to fight for my life in that car because I was like sir it's right here and he was like oh no 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 I'll just I'll get you closer but he had already turned off the app he had already turned off my ride he like ended my ride whatever I was like um I'm in an alley and 
I am with you who just sat here and talked to me for the past 40 minutes and like asked me kind of weird questions about like where I was staying and if I had a boyfriend and all of this stuff. And I was like, sir, <laughs> please, it's right there. I can just walk. It's okay. And he was like, no, 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 I'll drop you off. Um, I navigated that situation completely on my own. And there was no one in that moment that would have been able to come and save me or make everything okay. And I just want to say, I did that. I did that. Okay. Like, and I did similarly in New York. I didn't have a scary situation there, but like I walked up and down by myself. I navigated the city. I went out and did things on my own. And that's really exciting to me because I love new things. I love new places. I love exploring. And so being able to get out of my comfort zone and do something like that at 23 you can't tell me nothing. Like, I'm so proud of myself because two years ago, I dreamt of days where I would go to New York or go to LA. And I couldn't even imagine myself visiting these cities for the first time, let alone navigating it completely on my own. So if you're considering taking a solo trip or trying something new in your city completely alone, do it. You will find so much joy in doing it in your own company. Like it's a hundred percent worth it. And the last thing that I feel very accomplished about this past year is being able to build a community of new friends. I am constantly seeing videos or listening to podcasts, anything like that, talking about making friends in your twenties, making new friends as adults. It is not easy. I will continue to say that on Let's Have Breakfast. It is not easy. And so I'm very thankful that I just reached out. I think a lot of people have a fear of rejection, which I do too. I think it's healthy to have a little bit of that fear, but I don't let it hold me back. If I have a question, I'm going to ask it. If I think you're cool, I like your vibe and and what you show on Instagram or TikTok or wherever, I'm going to reach out and see if you want to hang out. Same goes for like creators in different cities. I've made so many amazing friends and built such an amazing community just by reaching out, showing love and supporting other people. Like I've met some really dope ass people just because I wasn't afraid to reach out or wasn't afraid to support someone. And so I think it's really important for all of my people in your 20s, if there is someone who you think is cool or you think they're beautiful, whatever, however you want to go about it, whatever you like about them, tell them and follow it up with, if you're ever in my city or if you have a free time, I'd love to get coffee. I'd love to get a drink. Let's do dinner. However you want to go about it, that is my challenge to you. And that is the best birthday present that you can get me. Commit yourself to reaching out to at least one person that you think you would vibe well with. You would match. Your personalities would just mesh and combine and it will be the best friendship ever. Reach out to one person. Nine out of ten, they will say, of course, I would love to do this thing with you. And the 1% chance that they do say no, okay, we learn from it. You weren't going to vibe with that person anyways. They told you all you needed to know just by that interaction. 
that maybe you would have found out later, but it is always worth a shot. No is not the worst thing that can happen to you. So I challenge you to do so for my birthday. What I would love to do is if you do go on this friend date, I would love to feature it on the Instagram. So if you are comfortable and would love to, please send me pictures of you doing so. And those of you that do, I will enter into a raffle and someone will win free Starbucks or breakfast or whatever the end prize I decide on for my birthday. That is my gift to you. So I want to close on kind of what the summary is of this reflection on my 23rd year. This is something I wrote while I was thinking about everything that happened this year and kind of the direction that I want to go for 24. So without further ado, 23 was the hardest fucking year of my life. I learned so many hard lessons. I hit rock bottom. I made careless emotional and financial decisions. I got knocked down and back up again as an endless cycle. Sometimes it was without missing a beat and others when it felt like I was fighting for my life. But I also made lifelong friends and memories. I had experiences that shaped the woman I am today. Some of my biggest goals came to fruition. I did that shit at 23. Just imagine what else I'll do in this lifetime. And that's all that needs to be said. 24 is going to be an amazing year. I'm very excited. I have exciting things happening for this podcast. I have exciting things happening in my life. And I'm just so grateful. I love birthdays. It puts me in just such a positive mindset. I'm so hopeful about the future and I'm so excited about what comes next. And so thank you for being on this journey with me. Thank you for celebrating my birthday and let's have breakfast. We'll return soon. So please keep your eyes and ears peeled for that because we're coming back. So yeah, shout out to 24 and fuck you 23.